Coast to Coast Dynasty, episode number 21. It is Saturday morning. I am preparing for a 49ers playoff game. How are you, Justin? I am doing well. I uh, have my family in town. It was my daughter's birthday, so wanted to get a quick episode in here so we could talk about uh, end of the season stuff and what 2023 has in store for us. For sure, for sure. Trying to stay dry here. We've been raining for like three weeks straight. Uh, like we get one day of Unreal. no rain. Yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy, crazy. Just uh, where we're at, we're, we're fine. There's But there's a lot of people in the surrounding areas with evacuations and stuff like that. There's a town about 25 minutes south of me that is completely on. It's I think it's kind of receded a little bit, but it'll probably go back up uh, at Monday or so. With We're getting rain through Monday. Yeah, uh, the whole town's underwater. Um, for you know, every every house, it's a small little. I wouldn't even. It's more like a village. You know, yeah, small, small farming town underwater. Uh, we need water, but not that much at once. We don't need it once, but I also we can't be choosers either. We just got to right. take. Granted, most of it's out going out to the ocean. Um, that's enough of California ag water politics. For, yeah, for one one ep- episode, but uh. How did your year finish in your dynasty leagues? I know yeah. we had a crazy year finish because oh my gosh, well we tried to figure everything out. Uh, yeah, it was not fun being a commish last. Well, week. I it, I agree, and uh, I will say that uh, you know I was in six um, championship games, and out of that, I you know was way ahead. No, didn't matter about that Monday night game in two of them, so I won two of them. And then I legitimately lost one because I needed 45 out of Gabe Davis. And then the other yeah. three were like up in the air because I own so much Josh Allen, so much Steph Diggs. I had a Burrow Chase stack, you know, it's just one of those things. So, you know, three were decided. I was two and one in those three. The other three, we basically chopped the pot, um, you know, made it uh, a guy that was up big um, going into Monday night. He got a l- little bit more of the money and, um, you know, but made it more of an even split for first and second. Uh, I, unfortunately, I am still not a winner of the uh, OG STS league. Oh, no. I know I, I had uh, in that league I had Allen, Diggs, and Chase. Oh. Um, and that was a like a QB scoring league where week fifteen Josh Allen scored sixty. Right, so like if if he would have had a game like that, which very well could have happened. I could have taken that down, but what I did for my two leagues that I commissioned, I took the average of those players on the Monday night game from week one to 16. So all of their games and put that manually into MFL. And that's what I used as the score. So, yeah, I didn't do any of that. I yeah. It, it's um, out of my 15 leagues that I commission, didn't have any issues in, in any from a figuring it out. Uh, some of them, you know, I, I commented in all of them early on and said, hey, we're going to wait and see what the NFL is going to do. Uh, some of them I called it on their behalf because it was a 100-point difference and they had one player or something like that, something like that. Um, others, a lot of guys decided to split the pot. Um, there was one that the one that I was in the championship, which would have been my home league, it was I had a – like 45 or 47 point lead. I had Allen. He had Burrow. I had Chase. He had Higgins, I think it was. Okay. 
So uh, he never said a word. And when MFL and NFL kind of finished it, we just went with what it was. It was pretty obvious that I was going to win. Yeah. We got set up. So three-time champion in that league. Nice. Congrats. So then um, I still have three firsts coming up. So pretty excited about that. So doing well there. Everywhere else, everybody was awesome. You know, I didn't have to do too much. We had one guy in one league. They decided they wanted to count uh, Mixon's points from the following week to decide. It didn't make a difference kind of deal. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was too far apart, in my opinion. But overall, everything went pretty smoothly. I was very impressed with everybody's re- every the way everybody handled it. There was no... Well, I was in shock. I mean, let's let's yeah. shout up a, a thanks, a thank you, and a prayer for Hamlin doing well. I mean, I was, I was like, I just couldn't even think about it for like Tuesday and then Wednesday towards the end of the day. Like, I'm like, he, he, we still didn't have so, much news. Like, I, I was, I like, didn't, I wasn't, I was kind of in shock when it happened. I know a lot of people have talked about this. We won't spend too yeah. much time on this, but yeah, I wasn't in too much shock. I wasn't shocked what happened. But I felt pretty good about it even before he left the stadium. Yeah. For one reason and one reason only is because they stopped that ambulance and waited for his mom. You don't stop for anybody and wait for anybody. True. If the guy needs to get to a hospital, it doesn't right. matter if it's his mom, it doesn't matter if it's who it is. You just don't. You just go. And maybe my living with a ICU nurse and that kind of stuff, a lot of the stuff that was coming out information wise was all very like no shit no shit yes you know the, the comments oh he's not breathing on his own yes we're good and he's that's they don't want him to breathe on his own that's purposely there's a lot of things that i i wouldn't know if i wasn't had right. my wife wasn't an, a nurse um it's kind of like doug was saying some of the things in, in the hq chat about what was going on and and not having somebody the general population doesn't understand a lot of that stuff that happens right yeah and so having a little bit of a knowledge of what happens in those situations from my wife and a lot of friends that, that are in that industry that world um i felt pretty good as soon as i saw the ambulance stop like because they the you know you just never see an ambulance oh we're gonna oh what yeah, he's almost dead, but we're gonna wait. No, they don't do yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, I agree. And you so, know, we, we won't uh harp on that because I like what I said, guess, it's again, been... I say, say thank you to say thank God he's doing well and yeah. thank you to all the all the uh, first responders and all that kind of stuff. That's always been a big part of absolutely who I support. Uh, I have a lot of friends and family in that in that world. So but anyways, uh we digress. The season NFL figured out we're not going to play this game. We're not going to do anything. I was a little bit surprised about that. So that ended everything. I got every my, all my payouts done. Um, somehow, just by winning one league, I was enough to pay for the rest of 2020, all of my 2023 leagues, except for one, I think. But I think that happens because I, tr- I paid for a lot of them last year. I, I had a good year in 2021. Yeah. So I paid a f- ahead of quite a few. Uh, um, so that was good. Um yeah, and I mean, my ROI was good, too, because of chopping the pots, you know, like, I, I didn't have as many championships as I would have liked, but I did still clear, like, basically, I I was 2x my buy-ins for oh, the year. I, I was not anywhere near that. I did not have a good year this year, so hopefully next year is a better year, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, so now it is orphan startup season. Um, yes, sir. I don't know 
from so from an orphan standpoint i i still and i've been posting it everywhere i can i have four orphans left i have one in a um a 14 teamer that it will be a dispersal it'll be at least two teams dispersal there's a second chance opportunity open for for the rest uh the rest are all one-offs so there won't be i won't be doing second chances in there probably um and well, yeah, reach out to Ruben. He's a yeah. great, great, great commish. I'm, I'm in, I think, seven of the leagues that you you're in. Two of those with 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 an opening. Yeah, um, season and Hyperflex both have an have an opening. Good fun leagues. Yep. A lot of people from the DNC chat and the and some from the HQ chat. So if you're interested, reach out to me on Twitter. Uh, we'll get you in there. I think some of the dues are covered for a couple of those for 2023. Just got to take care of 2024. Um, and that's only just a you know, so you're not a one and done. Yeah, Sorry. I don't agree. want to. No, uh, and, and I mean it's just it's it's challenging because people if you're a one and done you build a team the way you want it and then it's just like everybody else it's it's harder to make moves you're not doing a dispersal with just one team really? generally speaking so um but yeah well, no I mean Ruben you run great leagues I think you're a great commission oh well, thank you you know I'm happy for all the work you do I I mean I only run two leagues and I know that was hard enough to get like everything taken care of uh, and you, you handled it like a pro. Um, so thank you for that. Appreciate that. So startup season, I don't know what I'm going to do with startups yet. I know I'm down like five or six leagues. I, I dropped, um, you know, Jim and I have been talking about doing a league here that we get together to do the startup yeah. drafts, at least for a few rounds, you know, maybe 10 rounds. Yeah. We have probably seven names of people so we got a good start uh so we got to find it a few more um, yep. i won't do 10 teams so it's not good that, no um so we're working towards that so that's one for sure and other than that you know we've talked about doing something together so that that probably will happen i don't know what it's going to be i don't know if i want to commission i know i'm gonna have to commission that other one yeah and i don't know if i want to commission two more. two more yeah <laughs> but i also some of these commissioners that i've played with in the last year or so it's just like i want to go jump off a bridge because it's just <laughs> well the rando cool. sleeper ones that you did towards the oh, uh, end of the off season i mean those are tough because you you're kind of at the mercy of yep you know yep. luck for sure <laughs> and so uh, and i don't want to do any commissioning on sleeper ever again i have one and trying to do a dispersal in there was like shoot me please because yeah. trying to like mfl is easy i can copy cut and play paste onto a google doc really easy i can load the rosters easily or i can empty the team and they can just do a draft i don't know that's what way way does on his i'm personally not a fan of that but but i like the google doc for it but um it, whatever it, it's just yeah i i'm not doing that again on there it was a I, I thought i got it all right and then everybody's like oh this isn't right this isn't right but they were great about taking care of it and fixing it and not i just told them god you guys got stuck with a shitty commissioner because this was not good yeah. but we'll see i'm sure maybe we'll do you know i've thrown it out thrown it back and forth kind of up there doing ddl5 um i don't know what it'll be I'm definitely not going to be a 14 team start 13 yeah or i don't know if it'd be auction i don't know if it'll be start draft i don't know if it'll happen i, I just don't know yeah we'll see if how the itch happens right. um, i i probably do want to start the, the, the local one and maybe and join maybe two more so 
three at the most, which would put me just under 30. I think I'd have to go do the math, but what about you? What are you thinking? Yeah. So I, I'm probably going to be like 17 dynasty this year was a good number. I'm probably only going to leave one just because I don't love the format and, um, so, but I'm going to stay in 16 of them. So what I'd like to do is I am actually going to, uh, venture into the sleeper world and try out some sleeper leagues, but I would like to keep 17 on MFL. So I have one more MFL in me at least. And then, uh, look at doing some sleeper leagues. Um, I, I would like to do maybe three or four on there just to make it worthwhile to go to a second platform. That's why I've avoided it up to this point, right? Is I didn't want to have like 16 or 17 in MFL and then like one in sleeper, which I did years ago. I don't know if you uh, remember Mike Lou. Um, he yeah. was bunk bed breakdowns. And then prior to that, you know, uh, he was right writer for nerds. Well, I got into one of his leagues through a nerd dynasty nerds, uh, you know, forum or platform. And, and that was like my second dynasty league ever. And it was on sleeper when it was just beginning and it's glitchy now, but it used to be way worse back then. And, but, uh, um, but yeah, I think I'm going to do probably total of four. Um, I, I would like to keep it 20 or under is my goal. I, I don't, don't know that I want to break that 20 um, threshold. So, you know, probably do that. I was talking a little bit about STS three. I think I might wait one more year since we just did part two last year. I might wait one more year and do part uh, a third one where we will have a Devi element, uh, just de uh, depleted Devi, you know, short, similar to what you do in shark tank where, you know, it's like, uh, whether it's 48 or whatever the number is a limited amount of Devi yeah. players. So for sure. That makes sense. Just to allow, allow some of those guys that, cause those are home league, home league type of people that aren't in, you know, 20, 30 leagues like us, but uh, they still enjoy the game and are, you know, kind of getting into it. I have one of my uh, guys that's in both of those is like, I want to do another startup. And he's like, you've got me hooked on, on dynasty. I'm like, Hey, it is addicting. Just one, you know, one more startup this year turns into three, depending on when you do it. So let's uh, time it out where you're not going to do a whole bunch more. So I'm going to be in a startup with him for sure uh, somewhere, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's going to be a fun year because I think that uh, obviously we have a great rookie class. Um, it'll be interesting. I mean, we'll talk about it, but so something that's new is like, Addison and CJ Stroud haven't declared for the draft and they only have until Monday. So that's very interesting to this class because both of those guys, I mean, Stroud was a top three pick in dynasty rookie drafts. Um, and Addison was potentially wide receiver one, you know, potential depending on where he went. And if those guys don't go in, that makes the first round a little bit weaker. So I think Addison's going to go for sure. Um, I would love. I would love to see the Steelers draft him with that number thirty-two pick, that first pick in the second round. Because I mean, he played with Pickett at Pitt. That would be a great, uh, you know, great little little uh, target for him. Claypool Pickett pick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I think they're both going to go. I mean, I think I don't think you stay behind if you're not going to get. If, if for, I just don't. I don't. I just don't. I mean, what's he, what's Stroud going to stay behind for? Yeah, I mean, unless he's getting, unless he's getting like ten mil in nil, and uh, he would get like thirty. He'd get like a thirty mil in on like with pick two or 
you know, one, two, or three. Right. Like, well, and then he's then he's putting himself into a class where it's Caleb Williams is probably May. the and Drake May. And so then, and then he's, he's he becomes he goes from the two quarterback to the three, and who knows if and then you also put yourself at risk of becoming Spencer Rattler or DJU. Or yeah. not DJU, Spencer Rattler and who somebody else I forget who it was. But um and it, Sam Howell. Right, Sam Howell, that's what it was. Well, Sam and, and Sam Howe couldn't go to the draft, but that last year really knocked his stock down. Yeah. Um, so anything can happen. I mean, I just tell the, whoever's talking shit, just tell them. Yeah, well, and you get and, one year closer to your to your big contract if you're going to be good. Yep. So it's it's dumb. It's dumb if he stays. And that's but, what that's kind of yeah. what I envision the next few months for us you know obviously between now and then the combine we have like the senior bowl we'll talk a little bit of highlights i mean i'm not a debbie expert um, by any means but we'll talk a lot about the rookie draft upcoming where we're seeing tears i mean and uh you know obviously we'll then get in the heart of uh rookie drafts post nfl draft and you know after that it then becomes like kind of the the startup season and where those rookies fall into, you know, cause we're seeing where rookie picks are falling in drafts. Um, I, if anybody doesn't use Adiko's ADP, it's sleeper based, but it's really good to kind of see where those draft picks um, like the 2023, 101, 102, 103 fall in, um, in the draft and players around it. Um, like for example, in tight end premium, 109 is going right around like the Dallas Goddard tight end. And so, I mean, if you want to go after a tight end and I mean, you could certainly use your 109 to go after a Goddard or a Friar or someone like that. Um, For sure. so, so like that's some, you know, some of the stuff that I want to talk about in 23, obviously, you know, this is the fun part for me. Um, I think, I love to trade the most in uh, the non-point scoring season because you're, you know, you're not really worried about positional value. You're just trying to to gain value where you can. I'm I'm a buy buy low sell high type of trader, so I I always try and find values. uh, Matthew Stafford for me. Yeah, well, yeah that that would be interesting. I mean, we got McVeigh's coming back, so that's one, um, you know, domino to fall, but. you know, who who knows if if I gotta figure Stafford's coming back, but then you have yeah, he already said he is, but yeah. But I don't know if I trust him. Anyway, to move things along, because I've got to hop off in about 30 minutes or so, a little under. Um do you want to go to just jump to our trades and the and then the roast and kind of be do do that for today? Yeah. And- We'll come back to our strategy stuff when we have time to do a longer episode. Yeah, let's do let's do that. I mean, we, I think we have a lot to talk about in the the uh, uh, coast to coast. Yeah, the coast to coast roast too yeah. this week. And uh, but but the trades. Yeah, I mean, why don't you talk about your trade that you did in HQ five? Yeah, so Shane was looking for a quarterback in HQ five. I have um, I had three with Mahomes, Lawrence, and uh, Watson. And he offered me like one first for Lawrence. I rejected. We went back and forth, kind of deal. Just was like back, not not too back and forth. He it was just yeah. me rejecting, and then him sending a new one. <laughs> and, and in the background, he was doing the same with Herbert. Yeah, and for me in HQ five, right? So I'm like, you're not even trying. You're, I'm like, you didn't even send the 101. You're not even trying to he get have it. the 101. Oh, that's right. He has that's the 102. Right. 
Yeah. Um, and he had the 102. So he, yeah, exactly. But he didn't send the 101 for 102 first as well. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'll just hold him. Forget it. Well, eventually we settled on Tur- Trevor Lawrence for 102 and uh, 24 for a uh, 24 first. He have, at one point offered me your 23 first. I'm like, uh, no, that's like one or 12. Or something. It, it's no, a 14 team league, and I th- yeah, it would have been the one, 111 or 112. Yeah, I was like, no. So that's the only trade I've done in the last few weeks, last two weeks or so. Um, pretty happy. I'm happy with that 102. So I have the 102 and the 103 in that league now. Nice. Um, so you could grab both both the quarterbacks. Or the, they no, the 102 and the 104, I think, because my my personal one was the 104. Three and I don't have that one. Okay, but I have one or two and like and I have Madman's so whatever that one is. But yeah. yeah, no, I like that. It gives you some flexibility. You have a lot of firsts in that draft, so um, yeah, you can uh, move around how you want. You can um, get the players you want, and then you can trade when the fever takes over. You trade those picks and get max value out of proven players. I mean, that's the way to do it. Uh, um, and so I like I like how you you've kind of retooled that team and I think you're going to do, do well these next several years and an influx of talent to your team. So, yeah. And, and that's, you know, I mean, that, that was your trade for, I mean, we don't have a lot of trades and some of these I actually did. um, I did one of them right before the semis and I forgot to put it on the show sheet with, uh, when Scott Connor was on, but I, I talked about it on the hot sauce when we had the joint party. Cause I, it was that night that I sent it, but I had a, um, one of the, uh, GMs in STS part do that's where all these trades are from. He had Hertz who was out right in the playoffs. Um, so yeah. he was going into the semis, he, he had Mahomes, and then he had Tannehill and Tannehill was, potentially out that week and ended up being out. So what I did is I traded him Justin Fields and the 308 for Hertz. Um, so I got Hertz in that deal. I figured and gave him a player and quite honestly, they're both first round startup picks right now. Um, you know, it's probably a pretty square deal, but I definitely got uh, uh, the higher of the two quarterbacks, which I was targeting. So but I uh, don't think anything more. We talked about that on hot sauce. And then, so this one was right after um, the season was finished. Um, and I had Friar Muth and I had, I had a, I have a bunch of picks in this league and I didn't want to make all of them. Right. This right. was a, this was the draft where we'd had the 2023 startup or rookie draft picks in the startup. So the one one the one Oh two all yeah. the way through, I think we did, uh, four rounds and I did, I, I had a lot of picks, but I didn't want to, you know, have yeah, the risk yeah. right in making them. So I, I gave Friermuth the two Oh three and the two Oh eight. So good picks, but I got Deontay Dallas Goddard to pair with Hertz who I just got and Nico Collins, assuming that Houston takes a quarterback and hopefully that gives Nico, uh, 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 I like pick. that, you know, I, I do like that. So, um, and then, uh, and then a couple – so this guy, that guy went – all these trades involved someone who was the best team in the league by far. He had Mahomes. He had Hurts. He had Kelsey. Um, you know, he was just tearing up the league, but he had some bad luck in the playoffs, and he didn't even get third. So then he just decided to blow up his team, 
and I don't know why, but he did. Um, so he traded Mahomes for Dak uh, 111 and 112, which I told him he should have gotten higher picks um, than those. But he did it. And then he's a Dallas fan. He watched the Dallas game last week, and he posts on the message board, I made a bad trade. Come get Dak off of me. He sucks. <laughs> so, Jeez. so like, okay. I, yeah. So I I went and like immediately I I had I'm like I have Lance. So I right now I have Herbert and Hertz, um, and I had Lance. And I'm like, all right, well I could get a third more secure guy. So I traded him Lance the 202 and the 302 to get Dak. Oh, I like that. I mean, I'm a Lance guy. I like Lance, but. Um... I like that a lot. Dak yeah, I figured there's more back. security in Dak. And, and it, as sure. my third quarterback, like, that's kind of what that's you want. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, who's to say he remains my third quarterback? I, I'd certainly be willing to tear down now that I have all three of them, um, especially since it's start 12. So got to fill yeah. more position. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, start but, 12. Yeah. But this is why – this is why – because I figured I would tear down um, – but I didn't have any other quarterbacks other than those three. So someone was coming after Calvin Ridley. They really wanted him. I was actually trying to get Gardner Minshew uh, just to have a fourth quarterback that could potentially start. And then he offered me this where I give Calvin Ridley and I get Zach Wilson, the 305 and a 2024 second. So to me, I thought I felt Calvin Ridley was probably – like the yeah. second, the 24 second, I would have been okay with, yep. but he, he offered those other two. I'm like, yeah, sure. Is, uh, I mean, that's just a throw in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if anything happens there, you kind of deal, you've got to, whatever you can get out of him is a, is a positive is a plus. Um, I do agree that Ridley's the 24 second. If you want to say it's the 24 second and the third, I'm not going to argue. Yeah. Um, but I think it's the second, right? Um, I'm not a Ridley guy. I was in the Ridley guy before he got suspended because he's old as shit. And um, he was older than DJ Moore. DJ Moore had been in the league for like two years and still younger than him when Ridley came in. Yep. Um, I just, I, I think he was who he was because when Julio was still good kind of deal. That's my thought. So, yeah, no. And like, I mean, so how I did this draft when we did the startup is like I was going heavy on quarterbacks, tight ends, and picks, right? So I took Ridley, I think, in the 16th round of the startup, and I was just like, all right, when he's closer to back, I'll trade him. And this is exactly kind of what I envisioned um, is getting a package in, in a start. You know, these that third, you know, I can either use or trade for a player that I can put in my lineup, you know, so we'll see. But I, I was happy with those deals. I still need to do some work in that league. Maybe one of these episodes we'll kind of talk through that roster because I still have, I think, the one, 101, 107, 201, uh, 305, and 307. So I, I actually got rid of a lot of my picks, but I've loaded up on my quarterbacks. I have solid tight ends. I have a few good wide outs and, you know, running back. I have a, you know, a bunch of guys, half my roster, but, uh, you know, they're just guys. So. Yeah, I agree with it. I mean – I don't blame you at all. Yeah. Um, so I think they're good trades. I, I, I don't mind getting, and I, I, I would buy low on Zach Wilson. I mean, you know, what's funny. And I, I hate to, to do this to the guy, but 
I traded in season when Zach Wilson was like doing okay for that the middle part there. I traded Zach Wilson and Daryl Henderson for the 107 and Jalen Warren. <laughs> so I got the 107 for Zach. How are we not in jail? <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, dude, that's that's. And, and then the, the, the same guy traded him back to me. I was, I, wow. you know, that never happens, right? Because there's that. But he realized it was. You know, I it was did just trade. Like, I did trade days. Zach Wilson to what turned out to beat the 105. Yeah. Last right. year, though, it was last yeah, year. yeah. So I'll give Larry a little bit of credit. It was last year. We thought get better, but apparently that didn't work out. Anyways. Um, yeah, so slow trade season right now. Kind of just, you know, uh, uh, we talked about this before we got it. We, we, I think we both don't really like to trade for players during the playoffs. Yep. Just because if something happens or value, unless it's going to be a uh, an elite quarterback, then I would kind of look at it. Um, but or an elite, you know, only elite asset, you know, one of the top nine quarterbacks, Chase Jefferson, uh, AJ Brown, that kind of deal, CD Lamb. Um, I mean, Lamb will be out of the playoffs after this weekend, so it won't matter. And um, and then, you know, tight ends, Kelsey Kittle, those guys, guys. But that's kind of where I'm at, I kind of deal. But um, we're that's kind of you know, like I said earlier, we'll do this short and sweet today. Um, so we're gonna get to the coast to coast roast. So last was it Thursday? Last Thursday. I was super busy. We were touring some farms in uh, British Columbia. I get to the, so I'm not looking at the DNC and the HQ chats. I get to the hotel and there is 546 messages between them, most of them in DNC. I have a message from you that says, do not engage in this. <laughs> yep. So, so I go back for some reason and read this shit, and some jackass starts to talk shit. And call out the conflict of saying conflict of interest for commissioners that play in leagues that they commission. I don't know about you, buddy, but um, you can go fuck yourself. And um, no, we don't do a conflict of interest. If anything, we are the other way, the commissioners, and go um, the other way. Like I have many, many times been like, okay, I will eat this or I'll eat that. This is the you know kind of deal. I've done that many times as a commissioner and every 99.9 com- of the commissioners i've played with have done, done the same thing i've seen them do it i've seen scott a do it i've seen scott connor do it i've seen everybody that i play with be that way uh you play for a commission service there's none of that it's just this this is there's no lines they, they can't there's no negotiating anything there's nothing it's hard you want to go play that extra fee go pay that extra fee but don't come out and say we have this conflict of interest for we, we don't because we don't play that way. We're not playing this as a business. If this was a business, that's a different story. All these are hobbies that we're doing. Yeah. And to, to say that, good luck in playing in leagues with any with us because um, it's not going to happen. I could have a thousand lead one more person and I would not invite this person. I don't want him in there. I'm sure he doesn't want to be in any leagues with me either, but I don't really care. I'm not going to lose sleep over. But to do to call that and they can keep keep going after doubling down doubling over down. and over and over again i was like like Man. when you're in a, a chat with a boatload of people that are commissioners and to do that i i don't know not a wise call in my opinion but so yeah, be it. i mean, I mean and, 
And commissioning is a thankless job. I mean, if if we were smart, we wouldn't do it at all. We wouldn't want to do it, but we love the game. We love to play. I mean, that's why we do it. And, you know, like you, you always say, you commission because you want things done right and you want them done the way that they should be done. And I fully agree with that. And you do an awesome, awesome job. And, you know, for my two leagues, I mean, it's not an easy thing. You're stressing out over how you're going to finish a season when the last game of the year, which had a lot of high fantasy scores is not played. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. so it's, it's not a, it's not an easy job. It's definitely not something that, uh, you know, we do because, you know, we feel we have to, we do because we want to, and we love the game. And, you know, I mean, to, to put it out like a conflict of interest, like we're going to, so first of all, the, the biggest thing out of all this was like, if we would make any decisions that would favor or benefit us, we wouldn't have league mates. They wouldn't yeah. want to be in our leagues. Right. The fact that you have, you know, you commission how many leagues? 15? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact that you do that and you have people that like out of all those 15, you have, let's say, you know, some are, I know some are 12, some are 14, but you have, you know, over 150 guys, some overlap and, and yet you only had like six orphans and like, you can't make that many people, you know, 140 plus people happy if you're doing things to benefit yourself. Right. And, and that's the biggest thing that I, you know, it's, you got to look at the people that are playing in these leagues are well aware that the commissioner also has a team in this league and that he does it because he likes to play the game. But, and you know, there's a, and there's a part there, the reason like on MFL, you do the commissioner lockout, right? So yep. they can't go see and stuff like that. Exactly. Honestly, I didn't even my first two years, I didn't know know that existed until I joined another league and somebody brought it up or whatever. And I'm like, oh, what is that? And I put it, I don't I would have never gone thought to go look at people's things. And right. the only reason I ever turn it off is if I have to do things for a team and, and such kind of deal. And that's when it's like startup orphans and that kind of stuff. And then I, it goes off and you'll see the email, you know, within five yeah. minutes that it goes back on because that's how you keep do that there's things to prevent that but to and there's league safe with a majority vote so we can't just take the money and it, it, just, so if you're playing in leagues without that and with paper owners doing it in, in paypal or venmo or whatever there's your problem right there i mean i had my home leagues used to be in paypal on paypal and we switched them this year to league safe and it wasn't because the guys don't trust me or anything like that it was because i've heard too many horror stories them holding up your money yeah your money and i did not want that to happen before Uh, you know i had i even made a separate paypal to hold that money when we were doing that um before this year i would do a separate paypal with a different email for for the guys because i wouldn't because of one year i and i put the money back I was using the, the same PayPal and I used over what I was supposed to. And I used some of the money that was for fantasy football. And I was like, because when I went to the end, I'm like, how come I don't have this? Went back and did, did look through. I was off by like 50 bucks. Kind of deal. okay, well, I'm just going to put the 50 bucks back. It's not a big, I mean, it wasn't a big deal. It was an honest mistake. So that's why I ended up making a, a separate email for that PayPal. Yep. Last year, I told the guys, we're going to League Safe because it's just going to, our money is going to be there at the end of the year. I've heard too yeah. many. And most most leagues now, like I just a league safe plug, you use your money that you win to pay for your leagues for the next year, so you don't have the fees. Yep. And and yeah, I mean, there's going to be some years where you're pulling out money and you get the fees charged against you, but it's use still lower the use fan ball through PayPal and it'll lower your fees. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, 
I, I agree. I just that that whole thing. I, I, I uh, honestly, I was happy, dude. You were on the road because I was too. I know. So. I know it would have like if you were act an active participant, you would have probably blew a gasket. And uh, uh, I, I mean, I, I was. I had to walk away. I, I like saw. There were the- so many people I could tell that were just irritated by that. I mean, um, so and I don't. Whatever it is, it is over with now. But it, it just there's no reason. If you've gotten screwed in the league, okay, then that's one thing. But then he, the, the funny part is the guy comes back about his ROA later and he's like, oh yeah, $700 in fees. And we're like, what the hell is that? So you're going to go and like, and he's paying extra these 40, 30 to $40 to, for every team to play in the league. And we're like, so that's, you're cool with that. Right. But yo, know, come on. So you're like the rake on those is ridiculous. The reason we play in these leagues is so we don't have a rake. Yeah. None of us take a rake. And the reason we, 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 we do it is so we can have, you know, something beyond a standard start 10 on, on yep. league, yeah you, know? you get better more customizable leagues with yep. guys that are degenerates i mean let's be honest you're gonna get cool settings you're gonna get you know points per carry points cool per settings you might get some graphics i know scott yeah. pays for graphics all the time which yeah. is cool i did the ted lasso one which was great graphics and stuff like that i don't do graphics all the time but i think they're cool yeah but, no yeah. it's yeah i mean overall I mean, thank your commissioners. It's a thankless job. I mean, they, you know, they do it because they love it. And be just be kind to them, especially this year. It was a lot to deal with, with the the last few years with COVID and all that stuff. And then this year at the end of the year, trying to figure out how to pay out people. uh, I I will say that again, I'll reiterate what I said earlier. I appreciate all the GMs in my leagues that were very like, Hey, whatever you think's best. Or we're, or we're splitting us. I already talked to so-and-so and we're going to split whatever I had zero in 15 leagues, zero issues. Yep. And again, kind of what you said, if I was causing a conflict of interest in any of the, in any of those, I wouldn't have had zero issues. Exactly. So, yeah, but, man. Yeah. So that's, uh, I mean, that that's a good roast appropriately time for this year because of how hard it was to be a commissioner. Um, with the way the season ended and, you know, honestly, it was a fun year. I think uh, I learned a lot. We'll talk more about that in our strategy, the next episode and everyone does what we learned, but I really want to talk about actionable future looking stuff. I don't want to like rewind the whole season. So right. One thing on the commissioning, if anybody's listening and wants to be a commish, reach out, I will help. If you want to co-commission one of mine, if you're a owner and you want to co-commission to learn, I'll let you, do a lot of the stuff it's pretty a lot of it's pretty simple it's just it's just takes a few getting used to it um i'm happy to help with that kind of stuff um or if you're starting a league and you want me to just kind of see your setups or anything like that i'm not i'm not a complete expert on all this stuff but I, i'm pretty good at it um and i'm happy to help with that i've helped a lot of other people i'm willing to help anytime so reach yep. out yeah and if you're if you're an introvert and you're you don't want to reach out Two things you need to do: write down the bylaws and publish them. Use League Safe. Those are the two most yep. important things to have full confidence of your league mates. Yep. Have the bylaws. Sure. Use League Safe, and the rest I think will fall into place. So, yep. So for the Coast to Coast Dynasty Podcast, I am Ruben Almona at Superflex DGen, and I am Justin Mercer at C 2 C Dynasty Merce. And follow the pod at C2C Dynasty Pod. Also, rate and review us wherever you listen. Thank you. Peace. Peace.